All right, good evening, and thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the Professional Pricing Society podcast. My name is Terrence, and we do have another great episode in store for you all today. Pricing thought leader Per Shelfers will be taking the time to discuss with us holistic approaches to pricing, which are also thoughts from his latest book, The Price Whisperer, A Holistic Approach to Pricing Power. Per, how are you doing today? I'm very well, um, uh, Terrence, and, and I'm happy to be on the Happy to be on the show. Uh, I hope it's going to be um, not only informative, but also entertaining a little bit from for the audience and, and for you too. So I'm looking forward to the conversation. Good. So let's dive right into it. Go ahead and tell us a bit about um, your background and really what the pricing power uh, means to you as it pertains to your career. Yeah, the... the um... So, so, so the story here, and 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 I think this is important for the context, is that um, I um, uh, first of all, I, I I got the the moniker the pricing power because um, people started to call me the price whisper, and nice. um, and um, and because I got a wacky name, I decided to adopt it. You know, so sure, why not? But um, the the story here is that I I ran a couple of companies in Europe before I moved here to the U.S. and uh, came here to establish and run a division of a fairly large public company, and um, and 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 then I had another four CEO positions, um, and in all of these instances, we did experiments with pricing. Some of those um, experiments were very successful. Others were complete duds, and most of them were simply in, inconclusive, right? Um, and what I mean with having a successful pricing experiment meant that the next quarter revenues would be up like twenty five percent, and um, and 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 um, we couldn't we couldn't understand why some of those experiments worked and others didn't. And what I had learned in business school and what I could read about pricing was so theoretical and so academic that it, it it was really useless information. Mm. So um, 15 years ago, when I decided I was too old and too opinionated to, to be a hired gun, it was time for me to set up my own company and, and uh, take that interest in pricing that I had and develop a process to make every pricing experiment a success. Mm. And, 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 and that is what we do in my company. And it is all about providing our clients um, a methodology to gain pricing power. And pricing power is a term that was coined by uh, Warren Buffett. Mm -hmm. and, 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 uh, and he said that the most important criterion for in investing in a company is whether they have pricing power. Mm -hmm. And he then continued to say that, and pricing power is the ability to increase prices and not lose sales volume. And that's the holy grail, eh? Yeah, yeah. That makes perfect sense. Okay. So when you think about the term pricing power, how does a holistic approach tie into that? What does a holistic approach mean? In that well, um, the the we have to look at um, <clears throat> pricing power is, is something that a company earns, right? Mm -hmm. You cannot just um, increase prices and believe that it's... Um, it's 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 going to work right sometimes if you're well underpriced yes you can um <clears throat> but um uh, but many times not um and what i mean with the the earning 
earning the 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 right to have pricing power is about understanding how everything that you you do in your company affects your pricing power or lack thereof mm -hmm. and that means that the way you target your customers affects uh, affects your pricing power because you 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 do want to target your customers that has um, a higher willingness to pay and therefore support higher prices than mm -hmm. another customer segment, right? So you need to know what mm -hmm. customer segment are willing to pay so you can focus on the most desirable one. Mm. Um, you need to know how the features and functions of your product or your service affects what people are willing to pay for it, right? And um, if you if you know what they're willing to pay, you can make sure that you have the best product to market fit. You can make sure that you in your promotion and in your marketing, you're using the um, the features and functions that um, support higher prices than other features, functions, and benefits. Right. Mm -hmm. Likewise, you need to understand um, your marketing. What marketing channels, what marketing messages, what marketing methodologies leads to um, uh, attracts potential customers mm -hmm. that has a higher willingness to pay than other marketing channels, than other messages, than other methodologies. And the same with sales. And, and <clears throat> again, you need to understand what sales channels and sales methodologies and so forth um, um, leads to um, a higher um, a higher willingness to pay and who the customers are who have that higher willingness to pay, again, supporting higher prices. Mm -hmm. um, and finally, you also need to know, um, again, the, the how to stratify your pricing in such a way that it minimizes sales friction and, uh, and maximizes your revenues and your profitability or possibly your your sales volume if that's important for you but mm -hmm. profits are more important than sales volume sure um so unless you understand and this is the holistic view understand customer segmentation understand product to market fit understand marketing understand sales and understand um, pricing strategy all together means that you can elevate companies to um, um, to, to really to the next level. We're mm -hmm. not talking about a few percent here and there. Mm -hmm. We're talking about doubling sales volume, right? Mm -hmm. With, or doubling revenue or more, right? Mm -hmm. So um, it's, 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 it's transformative for a company, completely transformative. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean... Um, it doesn't mean that you should not do some of the other stuff that that is also important, like uh, uh, sales transaction analysis and price waterfalls and sure. so forth. But um, the problem with all of those is that they are backward looking. You know, if you do the the uh, take that holistic approach, it's forward looking. So um, so it, and, and like I said, it transformed companies. Yeah, absolutely. So you you just listed a number of different components that companies can use to gain this holistic approach 
to possessing pricing power, one of the things you mentioned was honing in on the customers that have the willingness to pay a little mm -hmm. bit more. Mm -hmm. Now, how does a company, how can they measure the trust, uh, you know, behind that or, or the result behind companies that are, are consumers that are willing to pay more? Well, it's actually not only consumers. It's the, it's the same in business to business. Um, you know, we we think we do rational buying decisions, especially in business to business, but we're not. You know, mm. all purchase decisions are emotional. You know, sure. And um, and then we put rationale on top of it to to justify the decision for ourselves. Mm. Um, so so um, I mentioned that uh, when I started up uh, my own company here, the the um, the the uh, I I developed a methodology to um, um, that that makes every pricing experiment a success, and this is to understand how all of these variables um, affects willingness to pay, and therefore um, affects how you can price. And um, there are methods, and this is done in 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 online polling of a marketplace, and okay. that could be a B two B marketplace or it could be a, a, a consumer marketplace. And uh, the methodologies that are out there um, are not good enough. Um, so, so we developed our own, and we also developed our own AI software that uh, that analyzes the data we capture from from uh, from the market. And is is it dependable? Well, um, I have seven hundred more than seven hundred customers that said, "Yeah, it worked perfectly," right? Mm. Um, and I have, I have customers that says things, you know, things like. Yeah, Per, you helped us 10x our company. Mm. You helped us 5x our company. You helped us increase revenue with 400%, right? Mm. Um, yeah, I got a, um unsolicited email from a customer a couple of weeks ago, and it was a screenshot from his accounting system. Mm-hmm. And I could see that his 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 sales volume was down a few percent and his margin was up 49%, right? Wow. Yeah. And and his message was very short. He said, less work, more money, many thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. That's awesome. Cool. So, That's really good. Now, now, how should a company implement these learnings from willingness to pay research? Well, I, I think you're bringing up something that is very important and um uh first of all it needs to um the, the, the processes that needs to be implemented need to come from the top of the company it needs to come from from really from the ceo or or certainly the c level if it's a if it's a very large company but it's all every company have sort of a gut feeling about the market they have a gut feeling of a corporate gut feeling of why people buy why they don't buy um, what they're willing to pay and so forth, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, if the company have salespeople, um, they have a gut feeling that is, is um, they are being grind down, right? Because they hear day in and day out that your, your product or your service is not as good as competition and it's more expensive, right? Mm. So, the the most important thing is that the company organizes um, training programs okay. because um, everybody who's in sales know the 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 um, the proverb buyer liar 
right? Mm. So don't believe when you're trying to sell something to somebody, don't believe what they say, don't believe what their willingness to pay is, because some some of these buyers will lie outright, some will simply withhold information, and some will, will be truthfully truthful, of course. But um, for salespeople to hear that day in and day out, um, they they get grind down. So they need to understand what companies or what their clients really are willing to pay. Marketing needs to understand, they need to be trained on understand what channels and messages really support that higher willingness to pay and support higher prices, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, product management need to know what feature functions and benefits uh, that supports um, higher prices than other feature functions and benefits. Um, and, and, um, and the same, um, you know, same with the, you know, the sales organization, you know, the, the need to know not only what uh, customers are willing to pay, but what they're willing to pay more for, right? Mm -hmm. And, and um, obviously, there's a, um, there's a lot, lot of discussions, and we talk about value pricing, right? Um, well, unless you understand from the, the, um, the market, what they value, it's it's just guesswork, mm. you know. If yeah. if you as a company try to figure out what value your product or service gives a um, um, a, a company, um, it, it's it's it, you know you can make assumptions, and assumptions is a is a is is uh, is another word for for guessing. It may be a, a maybe a, a, a educated guess, but it's still a guess, mm. right? Yep. And and instead, if you measure what people actually say they're willing to pay, you have how they value that product or service, and yeah. it's not guessing anymore, mm -hmm. right? So are you saying that's a survey? That you yeah, it's survey based. Yeah, yeah, online surveys. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And and um, people say one of the questions I get um, very often is, "How can we trust the result?" You know. Mm -hmm. How can we trust that you talk to the right people? Mm -hmm. And and again, um, we have devised a process that um, that that in a very sneaky way mm -hmm. disqualifies people who we don't want to talk to, because obviously garbage in, garbage out. Yep. Yep. And and um, when we do these these projects, we often disqualify. 95 to 98 percent of people who start a, a survey wow okay because we want to talk to the right people yeah <laughs> yeah and 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 um and um and then we have our uh, i mentioned our our ai software called predicted demand analysis uh or predicted sales analysis and um we we um in in that um, we can see how people answer um, the survey, and we can see if they're lying, and the software can assess if they're lying. Their the, their data got kicked out and not used for the analysis. Wow, yeah. Well, that's 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 amazing coming from you know you guys developed your own software yeah. to be able to detect these type of things and be able to you know have this type of insider knowledge to be able to share to others. That's amazing. But um, but remember, I started to say that it all came from my experience running companies. Mm -hmm. 
right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and from my very early interest in pricing and and pricing mistakes, I did. You know, my, the very first company I I um, uh, I established and ran, um, we we priced ourselves really low, mm. and and I sold through a channel and. Uh, and eventually I realized that, that they were marking up our product to the Yahoo, you know? Mm. So they were making lots of money on our product um, that was innovative and, and so forth. Um, and, um, and, and we were struggling because we were pricing ourselves too low. We didn't have enough profits to be honest, yeah. you know? Yeah. So um so that was one of the mistakes I did, you know, and 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 um, and then we did other experiments that worked really well, you know. That one one I remember was um, this is professional electronics, and we went to a trade show, and the 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 everybody said you should not have prices on your products on the trade show. We put prices on our product on the trade show, mm-hmm. and and. Um, and and I people coming up to me saying that I thought I'd never afford this product, but now I can see I clearly can. Mm. <laughs> you yeah. know, just being upright and honest with with them. Yeah, correct. Yeah, and and um, I remember when uh, when I moved here then to the states, the the I uh, said I I established and ran a, a division of a fairly large public company, and and also professional electronics, and we developed the product and and. Um, um, the CEO of the company said, we're going to price this at 1100 bucks, right? Mm-hmm. Just out of thin air, right? Yeah. Yep. And, and I said, no, it's going to be 3,800. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, um, you know, we, um, I don't know how, how much did we sell of that? I think over a two year period period, we sold about 40, 45 million of that. Right? Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. So, um, um and and that was really from scratch you know so but you can imagine having having a 15 percent margin versus having a 400 percent margin made a little bit of difference on on the bottom line absolutely (laughs) absolutely i'm sure any company in their right mind would you know love to have those type of numbers and you know regarding their increase so as as it pertains to you just recently had a book uh your latest book price whisperer a holistic approach to pricing power you go over these different components to possessing a holistic approach. Yes, to, I do. Yes, for, yeah. for companies. Okay, so yeah, talk a little it, bit more about your about your book. Well, um, I'll tell you the the um, I've I've done a lot of white papers and articles and, mm-hmm. and all different um, all different publications. I I've been published in in uh, Forbes and Inc. and New York Times and all different you know Financial Times all all different. Um, um publications like that and and um and um so i thought to myself that i should have a book right and i <laughs> sure. i said well why don't i take all these white papers and all these articles and and just put it in a big document and write some glue around it right mm. it didn't work that way <laughs> <laughs> it didn't work that way i had to um, I had to re—I mean, I had to rewrite uh, just about everything in the in the book, and oh, wow. and um, um, and but it it, it goes into um, a lot of detail on on exactly what I've been talking about here, on how you 
how a company can gain that holistic approach mm. and and how 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 it can um leverage um leverage a, a, a better understanding of the market's willingness to pay mm. segmented in the way I, i've described here sure to to elevate themselves to elevate the company to the next level mm. and and um we're getting uh, a lot of our business from private equity groups or rather the portfolio companies to private equity groups mm -hmm. and um i don't know if the audience know much about private equity but they typically buy companies um uh, or buy a very large chunk or a majority of a company <clears throat> and 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 they they then they sort of turn them around mm -hmm. and um what they typically say is that they they call something the hold time means they they want to turn around the company and then hold the company for between three to five years and then sell it at a profit mm -hmm. um and i have private equity groups saying that well per you lowered the hold time from five years to a year and a half so thank you very much wow wow <laughs> you know yeah, you have you have plenty of proof that your strategies and methodologies have oh, been yeah. working very well oh yeah i spoke to um, um a ceo of a company we worked for um in a very niche market mm -hmm. um uh, we we worked for them uh, with a project um this spring and he basically said uh well pair um pricing saved our rear behind this year <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure. <laughs> you know and and uh, so he's happy and uh, he's one of these private equity group um, owned companies so so he's he's about to exit that and start mm -hmm. the the next journey to next uh, next private equity group company well awesome well pair i want to thank you so much for your time today sharing your knowledgeable insights about pricing power and holistic approaches um can you please share with us where viewers and listeners can retrieve any of your materials or resources yeah, the, the the absolute best way is is simply to uh, uh, just do a Google search for the Price Whisper. Mm. You'll you'll find me. You'll find my company. You'll find my YouTube channel. You find um, lots of the publications I've done. Mm -hmm. um, you will also find um, uh, a company called Redfin that had a had a service to um, uh, value your house. That mm -hmm. they also call the price whisper, um, but um, um, but that's the easiest way to find me. You can also go to my last name showforce.com, okay. or you can do go to the price whisper dot me, and okay. that also finds me. So all right, so you have and, multiple. And I would encourage people to um, go to Amazon and and get my book because it's uh, I've gotten a tremendous feedback from uh, from people who have read it. So. Okay. Awesome. If you are somebody that's looking to get, get more information about holistic approaches to pricing power, I want to encourage you all to please uh, look into purchasing Mr. Schofer's latest book, The Price Whisper, A Holistic Approach to Pricing Power. Outside of that, thank you so much, good sir, for spending time to speak with me today about your your latest book and of, of course your expertise in the field so i appreciate that thank thank you so much terence and and um i hope this was good um for you and i hope it was good for the listeners thank you so absolutely. much absolutely